Love is in the air, and the pastors of pain are on the air. That went well. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pastors of Pain County. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, Stillwater, Oklahoma. I'm joined by the one and only... Oh, no. Father Kerry Wakulich. Hey. Tell them what they've won. They have won a trip down celibate memory lane. You have won... <laughs> oh, dear. Is this show about celibacy? Oh, uh, well, it should be. We uh. should do a show on celibacy. I think people don't get it. Wait. People... Have you ever seen one of those cards where they like they send you a Valentine's Day card and it says it says it's celebrate on the outside and then, and then on the inside it's like oh it was something about like they a monk writing and he misspelled celibate and oh. <laughs> we should do a show on celibacy. Oh, no, done. Let's people put it on think the list. people think it like leads to a miserable life. Yeah, and it doesn't. You know, you know um, MC Hammer. MC Hammer sang a lot about it. Get touch this do dee do do. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you just said that. Well, you know, uh, I said I uh, opened the show with with that love is in the air. Uh, I am still basking in the glow of last Sunday's second reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Ooh. Uh, You've heard it uh, at every, I said in my homily, I said, you know, you've heard it at every wedding. Uh Um, And I I said that... uh, Engaged couples usually, when when it's time, like in the process, to choose the readings, usually you do that at kind of the last meeting, you know, maybe a month out before the wedding. Right, sure. So, in the if you don't know this, in the Catholic Church, the couple picks the scripture readings at their right weddings their and wedding. funerals, uh, weddings and funerals. That's right. So the, the the couples usually have one of two reactions. They either say, "Oh my gosh, I totally want that one with." With the love and the patience, love and is kindness. patience. Love is kind. Love is merciful. Or they say. Oh, yeah. Uh, can I have anything except that one about <laughs> the love and the patience and the kindness? Oh, I'm so tired of that. <laughs> like, okay. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I have heard it. At, I've, have you ever heard of 1 Corinthians 13 at a funeral? Uh, no, I have not. I have a couple years ago. I don't and, do many funerals. And I loved it. Really? Think about that. Uh, can I read it? Can I read it? I'll just read. I'll read the. Let me read I, okay. This is what I like about these two readings at Mass. On one Sunday, it, on the Sunday prior, it talks about the division amongst the body of Christ, like yep. how division comes about and like all the problems. Twelve, that is. Yeah, and then Saint Paul says, "Now you want to fix the division among you. Love. This oh. is how you do it." Yeah, it's the flip side. I like that. It's the B track. Did you to preach the on a- that? Did you preach on? Did I you did. connect them? I did. I didn't connect. Yeah, them it's to the my, B with side to the Sorry, tape. people. Hey. Just it's take the, the B side. That's yeah. funny. When you get to the A and it like runs College out. students don't know what you're talking about yeah, with the B side. They just know continuous play. It, back in the day, young people, back in our day, back in we had day. albums. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and when you'd get you'd get like a single, like a single would come out, like a new, you know, your favorite song, you know. Everybody's Can't touch talking this. all this stuff. Uh, it could be Bobby Brown, you know. Um and so we'd have, yeah, the, like the main song, kind of the hit song, and then on the B-side, the B-track, there'd be some sort of obscure song that they want to get out there. Anyway, so this is kind of the A and the B. I like that. Okay, yeah. so 1 Corinthians 13. I'll read the, 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 highlight, the highlight part. Please. Love is patient. Think about this as at a funeral, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. It is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interest. It is not quick-tempered. It does not brood over injury. 
It does not rejoice over wrongdoings, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Booyah. I read that very quickly. Yeah. But anyway, it's just awesome. And so I just, I was, I, I preached about that last weekend. Sounds like you preached about that last weekend. I did. I did, yeah. Do you ever record? You you don't record. I don't record mine because sometimes I say dumb stuff and I want, oh. I don't want it published. Okay. And I, okay. I don't want anybody hearing what kind of idiot I am. And plus, my students are very forgetful, and I don't want them to going back and listening and be like, oh my gosh, he's a doofus. I was thinking that maybe like people, I mean, you know, like, I don't know, other people elsewhere mm. would want to listen to what you now, had to I, say. I preached, I preached about the response to New York and Virginia of how you're supposed to love um, love these people. Love them both. Love them Moms both. and babies. Yeah. Love, that's actually the motto. Come on, of- New York and Virginia. Although Virginia <coughs> didn't, they didn't pass the law. Yeah. New York, the, 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 uh, the, the state of my birth. Yeah. I want to punch New York in the face. Ooh, shots fired. I'm not going to because that's not love. That's not love. But just talking about like, like how are we, uh, love, love suffers for the other. Love sacrifices for the yeah. other. Love, you know, uh, it doesn't seek its own interest. It is patient. It is oh, kind. Oh, kidding up. Yeah, because what happens in uh, our current environment? What do we do? We just lob. We have to we, choose between. Yeah. You have to choose between a mother and her child. They can't both exist. Yeah. And they just, people, when they discuss things and they argue and they, well, they don't debate. They just yell at each other. And they just, as I think Pope Francis said, like, uh, people throw sticks of dynamite at each other and run away. Yeah. And that is that is the culture of not love. And so if we're going to build a culture of Christianity, it's not just like, do we put the Ten Commandments out in front of our buildings? No. We have to write love on our hearts. On our hearts. Yeah. What, what is that? Tattoos on the heart? That's the book you're reading? Oh, I just finished. So you may know uh, if you're a longtime listener, which means you've been listening for, uh, you know, almost a year now. <laughs> what? Really? I, th- I don't know. When did we start? I feel like we've been doing this only a couple of weeks. No. I mean, I moved here a year ago. So we've been doing it we've been at doing least. It. I don't know. I have to look of when our first episode was. I'll try to look that up while, while you're talking about something in- oh. inane. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the... the <laughs> The no, that, um, that actually fits. Someone wrote down one time in like a text message to you, and you showed you like I like really like this, and I like the way Father Carey rambles. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's uh, anyway, true. go back. So uh, what were we talking? About? Uh, I I got dis- I got distracted. Hold on, let me let me rewind in my uh, head. <laughs> Everybody, we're talking about Bobby Brown, <laughs> MC Hammer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No. <laughs> That's so funny. About love? That's so funny. Uh, we were at love. First Corinthians th- 13. Uh huh. And then we were talking uh, about homilies. Uh, help. I don't know. Can I phone a friend? Call oh, my mom. Geez. She's not listening. Rewind this sucker. Anyway, anyway. Okay. So, anyway, well. it's been, I've been, I've just been, uh, that, that reading has been, has just been sticking with me on, on, on love. St. Paul on love. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we were talking about how long we've had the show. Yeah. Oh, really? And so, if, oh, if you're a longtime listener, oh, you mentioned tattoos on the heart. Okay. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks because if you didn't know this, priests, a lot of times we spend a lot of time in our car, right? We go out and we're visiting hospitals and nursing homes and going to people's houses and all kinds of things. So we yeah, make, sure. especially here in Stillwater, we have to go back to Tulsa <laughs> 
quite a bit for meetings and because yep, that's where sure. the bishop is and that's where a lot of the meetings take place. The uh-huh. meetings don't come to Stillwater. <laughs> no. The Stillwater has to go to Tulsa. Um, so I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. So there's this wonderful book. Father Greg Boyle is a Jesuit priest out in Los Angeles, and he works with gang uh, people, men and women in gangs. Yeah. Hispanics, and, blacks, yep. whites. Oh, yeah. And he, so he started a group called Homeboy Industries, and they <laughs> pull they basically yeah. pull people out of gangs. So he wrote a book called Tattoos on the Heart, and I actually just started. I just started today. I just started his second book. Oh, really? There's a second one. Uh, which is called. Oh boy. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Well, the first one, tattoos on the heart. I would. I, I would uh, highly encourage people to really listen good. to it slash read it. Also, be weary of the language in it. Oh yeah, there's because, a little because yeah. he's working with people who are former gang members, and or even current yeah. current gang members in. In the inner cities, and so the the colorful yeah, language they use colorful. would make sha- sailors blush. So his new book, the other book, is called "Barking to the Choir: The Power of Radical Kinship." Ooh, and it's kind of like it's just a continue. I just started today, literally. It's a continuation of that. But anyway, he talks about um, of this kind of radical love that God has for us, and that we're called to have for each other, um, no wow. matter who we are, no matter. You know, so a lot. Of, he talks a lot about how these these gang members, who have in some cases have done some pretty horrible things and have spent time in prison, and and that they just that they because of their past sins, they consider themselves to be like un- unforgivable, unlovable. And he just comes right into that, and <coughs> yeah, and makes wow. it makes it clear that that that's not that that's not the case. Shoot, that's awesome. Can I listen to it after you're done? Yes. Okay. So I, what I'm what I'm gathering from our conversation here is there's more to love than just a four letter word. There's more to love than just little Pepto Bismol tablets that people hand out this time of year that says hug or I love you hug or <laughs> or you have bad breath stuff like that. There's more to love. Be mine. <laughs> there's more to love than. All of these things of just yeah. buying people flowers, and this is where I think in, in I, I gave a homily on this several months back. But like the word love, especially in English, our, our lang- English is kind of uh, impoverished in this way. In that we just we use the same word. I think that I said this in my homily. We use the same word for like I love my parents as I like love, I also love ice cream. I love lamp. I love lamp. <laughs> um, the <laughs> But, but that's we use the same word, you know. And so, like when I say to to someone, like I love I love you, you know, what I mean is like I would die for you, right? If there is a carton of ice cream, as good as it is, you know, that's uh-huh. about to get hit by a bus. Yeah, I am not <laughs> gonna jumping into the road to save the ice cream. What if it's Rocky Road ice cream? I don't like Rocky Road. Whoa! But what not, if it's Cherry Garcia? They put, no, cherries oh and ice cream do not go together. Oh wow! Okay, if it were like peanut butter and chocolate, together, moose tracks, moose tracks is good. Okay, yeah, no, I like that. But anyway, that's but in English, that's what we've got. And so when it's like, love is patient, love is kind. You know, that's what Saint Paul is talking about. We're not talking about like our favorite food here, um, <laughs> and we're not talking about yeah. You know, I mean, we're talking about both the way that we are to love each other, but also the way that God loves us. You know, so it. That God is patient and God is kind and God is not jealous and God does not seek his own interests. God rejoices with the truth. Mm. Um, God never fails. 
you know. So there's you you put you take out love. I mean, we first John right, God is love. So you take out by the transitive property. I remember learning that in geometry. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. go. go so on. if God equals love, then God is kind and God is patient. And anyway. It's wonderful. It's just, it just is, it's sticking with me. Sometimes the readings kind yeah. of come and go, and then there's certain readings that just stick with you, and it is that time of year. And so Valentine's Day is coming up. Who? So Who's that? Who's that? Here's my favorite whoa, whoa, thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, one of my on. favorite things about being a priest is like, I don't, well, number one, in the, in the church's liturgical <laughs> calendar, there is no Valentine's Day. In the old calendar, there the is. The old calendar there yeah. was. I think it's in the late 60s it went away. But anyway, so February 14th, in the, in the world of priests, oh. and hopefully in the world of Catholics around the world, is the feast day of, of Saints Cyril and Methodius. Evangelizers of the Slavic nations. Exactly. Way better than St. Valentine. Although St. Valentine who, is Who's St. Valentine? Tell us about who, who are... So February 14th, when everybody gets all jazzed up and goes out to, <laughs> goes out to Olive Garden, what... I'm uh, sorry, who? What... Uh, well, okay. Oh, so here's what I was going to say is that when in the priest world, when uh, this happened a couple weeks ago, because what day is Valentine's Day? It's uh, what day? What day of the week is it? It's uh, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. So there was oh that night we were supposed to have we have parish council, our par- the parish pastoral council Please at St. Francis. They canceled it. No, listen. So we have it on like the second. I think it's the second Thursday of every month, and so we were looking ahead at like okay, and our next meeting will be. Like on February fourteenth, and I was like, "All right, I'm not doing anything at six o'clock at night on February fourteenth, you know." And of course, everybody else in the room, except Father Griner, uh, you know, is is married, and oh no, we can't meet that. So anyway, it's just it's one of those things in the priest world that people like. Oh, you wanna you wanna have a meeting on February fourteenth at seven p.m.? Yeah, I do. Fantastic. Great. Last year it was Ash Wednesday. Remember uh, that? Uh huh. That was that was crazy. Yeah, a lot of people turned out for free carbon that day. Exactly. Uh-huh, exactly. Because God loves them. Uh huh. God loves you so much. I'm going to smear these ashes on your head and tell you that you're going to die someday. And you stink. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Repent. Okay. So tell us about Saints Cyril and Methodius. Okay, Cyril and Methodius. I I was a. They're they're Eastern Slavic guys. They're you know they're monks. When when when, when are we talking? Okay, two when brothers. Did... Okay, so they are two brothers. Uh, kind of like James and John. And the re- yeah, exactly. The sons of thunder. These are the sons of the Slavic lands. Mm. So they died. Um, I forget which one died on. They both died. <laughs> one died on February fourteenth. That's why. I, oh, is that uh, why? That's why one of their oh. feast days today. But you're you're talking like. Uh, they grew up in the 800s. Okay, so we're talking a um, long time ago, but yeah. But in, in what? Uh, in, and this is the the legacy of Saint Paul. So you know, Saint Paul wrote all those letters. We talked about this when we talked about the church history. Remember this? Like all the church. Cyril fathers. died first. Cyril, Cyril died. Cyril, first. I just looked and that then, up. And then Methodius. Cyril died in 869. Okay, but they were. I think they were raised in Thessalonica, which is where Saint Paul wrote the letter to oh. the Thessalonians. Oh. So these guys are not like foreign dudes of some far off land but they're part of the legacy of saint paul you know because saint paul read uh, wrote letters to the to the church in thessalonica thessalonians no saint yeah. paul's letter to thessalonians yeah yeah and then after that other religious leaders other bishops wrote letters so in this is actually the evangelization kind of uh 
it's it's mixed whether it's the evangelization of for the purpose of spreading the gospel or the evangelization of a duke of it's like Morovia or something like that wants to separate his lands and so they go out and they evangelize that to make that area Christian modern day Czech Republic modern so day Czech if you're Republic. looking if you're looking on your maps here people yeah. as you drive around or as you're getting ready in the morning listening to this on the podcast check out the Czech Republic and say a prayer of thanksgiving for, for Saints, Cyril and Methodius Cyril and Methodius whose feast day is February 14th take that St Valentine yeah. And then, and then they went to where my family's from. You know, my, my um, uh, the Ukraine. Are you related to Cyril and Methodius? I am not because they were born in Thessalonica. And they were a, celibates. Yeah, <laughs> and they're celibates. Exactly. Those, I so thought they, you were going to work that in there. Oh, I, I, I no, I okay. forgot. Um, uh, Celibacy right. will be a theme throughout this podcast radio show. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. That's what you think of. <laughs> and that's always my talk when I talk to high school students. They're like, "How is it?" I was like, well, Bobby how Brown. How is it possible? How is it possible? I was like, well. Okay, so this is, they are then to sent to evangelize these places, which is then modern-day future uh, Ukraine. And and they there's also, like, a little background in there. Like, the the Russian language is called c- c- Cyrillic. Oh. So there's, so there's some speculation is that, that Cyril had uh, influence in helping um, produce the Cyrillic alphabet. He, and people are like, wow, that's really hard to believe. But, I mean, look at the um, the Vietnamese. The Vietnamese didn't have an alphabet till uh, a usable one. I think they maybe had some characters or whatnot until the Jesuits came and gave them the Latin alphabet and then put all the sounds with it. So when you look at Vietnamese, you're like, oh, I can read this. It's kind of like reading Polish. You're like, uh, But it has lots of... And it's like, you could say the word like, doi tic fa, and you're like, what and people are like, I don't know what that means. And you're like, I love fa. And they're like, oh, you mean doi tic fa? And it's like, it's got this sounding yeah, pitch to be Yeah, it's very melodic. Yeah, it's like you sing songy sort of language. And so these guys um, then helped people, as many missionaries do, put the gospel into their culture, into we their language. I am learning new things right now. Yeah. So it's... It's said that it, that uh, they put they made the Slavonic language um, c- with Constantine and all these other people, but that's that's all still mystery. Uh, but the the uh, this is the this is the the life of Cyril and Methodius of evangelists. So February fourteenth is yes to be Saint Valentine's Day, but it's chiefly the feast of Cyril and Methodius. So what is up? Why why does Valentine's uh, why does everyone like? I guess how did Valentine's Day become like he was martyred? Was it, was, okay, he, I always heard it was something about giving cute notes to people. Like he would write like little notes and like send why them did to why did all like these why did everyone go on a date to celebrate <laughs> like Valentine <laughs> getting beaten beaten to death and beheaded? Is it wow? You know the at TU honey, let's get some dinner. Valentine got his head chopped off. It, uh, on Valentine's Day at TU, we used to hand out flowers. The guys would like uh-huh. there'd be a little like a scriptural note or some little note, and they'd hand out flowers around campus. That's lovely. And other people used to hand out rose contraceptives. Ew. It was nasty. It was like okay, on Valentine's on Day. On Valentine's Come Day, on, get people, people, 
Get some self-control. Okay, so who is Valentine, and what the heck is he about? So a little, uh, a little, a little background. A little background. So there's actually three Saint Valentines. Wait, you mean uh, not Saint Valentine that is a priest of the Diocese of Tulsa? Uh, we oh Valentine de Bilay? Yeah, he's the he's the pastor in uh, Pryor and Langley uh-huh. uh, up in uh, up by Grand Lake. We were in seminary together. Shout out to Father Valentine. Wow. Um, no, it's great. It's a that's a it's a great name. I recommend people name their children. Also, Cyril and Methodius. <laughs> I will give. Uh, I'll buy dinner for any any couple. Maybe have twins, and name them Cyril and Methodius. Okay, so Saint Valentine. Uh, the first Saint Valentine was a priest and physician in Rome. He, along with Saint Marius and his family comforted the martyrs during the persecution of Emperor Claudius II. Wow. Eventually, St. Valentine was also arrested, condemned to death for his faith, okay. beaten with clubs, Whoa. and finally beheaded What on February 14th in the year 270. He was buried uh, buried in Rome. Later, Pope Julius I built a basilica on the site which preserves St. Valentine's tomb. Wow. Okay, so there we go. So what I don't know. How does he then? Why why do people go on dates? Why is it so hard to get a reservation? Uh, uh, because Valentine got his head chopped off on on one occasion in seminary. Some friends we went out to dinner, and it was uh, like a Friday night, and we went to the first restaurant. It was three guys walk in, we're in shorts and a t-shirt and a jacket because it's cold outside. And we're dumb. We walk in a suit and coat. they're and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're full. I'm like. What? Really? So we go to the next restaurant, full. Third restaurant, lady walks in and she goes, Happy Valentine's Day. I was like, You're like, Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, that is, it is a little rough. It is a little rough when you're, uh, you know, you just want to go out to eat. Yeah. And there's all these people all dressed up. So they they built this basilica in the 300s to Valentine's. So this is old. Oh, yeah. So it's not like he's some fake guy in history. And no, real person. Yep. Real okay, real person, real Catholic. Uh, he's a priest, or is he just a I dude? I don't think he was. Oh, he was a priest, priest and physician, priest and physician. Says, so uh, he's like, he's like Luke, Luke the Gospel writer, who's yeah. also a physician. Yeah. Huh. Now the reports are that he like sent out little like notes to people why he was imprisoned, or he gave words of encouragement to people. But I. I I don't know. How, I mean, how do you how do you make that jump? Well, so there's some. I'm. This is like a whole history online. You, the crazy things you can find. So there's something that has to do with Jeffrey Chaucer. Really? In the yeah. I don't know. Anyway, everybody, you can you can look it up. But anyway, we don't celebrate St. Valentine's Day in in the Catholic Church. Well, we right? do. Come on. I mean, he he is to be he's, celebrated. He's on the calendar. But but he's like. Remotely one of the right. there's like nineteen feast days of saints every day. Here's what you should do for Valentine's Day is you should have a bunch of people over to your house and Ooh. not just celebrate like yourself as a couple. Yeah. But you know, have some uh-huh. have some neighbors over. Maybe have maybe if you're like a younger couple, have like an older couple over who can like give you awesome marital advice. Yeah. You know? Okay. Wouldn't that be a great way to ce- celebrate St. Valentine's Day? I think so. And then you could feed them lots of garlic food. Yes. And then it would just reinforce celibacy. <laughs> isn't that, that, would be, isn't that a good idea? That would be great. So one other, um, when I think about uh, love, 
you immediately go to First Corinthians thirteen and, and St. Paul's beautiful uh, beautiful poem on 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 God's love. But then, if you did not know all people, may I may I recommend to you a papal encyclical? What? So here's what that is. So uh, every once in a while, when a pope will write kind of a major document, um, and and it and it is it is official church teaching, and it's on a whole variety of subjects. I love Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Right. Retweet. We were in seminary 2005. With him? April. No, we were not there at the same time. Oh. He went to seminary in Germany. I went to seminary in the United States. Oh, okay. Other no, than I'm that, sorry. we were contemporaries. <laughs> when uh, when St. John Paul II died in April of 2005, um, you know, there was a lot of talk of like, okay, who is going to be, you know, who's going to be the next pope? And that happens every single time a pope dies, or in the case of Pope Benedict when he resigned. So... Um, you know, who's it going to be? So we're watching. I was at St. Mindred Seminary. We're watching on the TV. The bells are ringing. The guy comes out um, uh, onto the balcony to announce, you know, uh, I, what is the, what's the Latin that I always... Um, Habemus, Habemus Papam. Papam. <laughs> um, Annuncio vobis gaudio magnum. You know, we announce to you with great joy, Habemus Papam, we have a pope. And then he says, and it's all in Latin, so you're like, oh, uh, my Latin is not so great. Um, and he says, uh, Cardinalum Ratzinger. And we're all just like, what? Get out of here. And and then yeah. he says, you know, and then he's taking the name, you know, Benedictum Diezimi Sexti, which is like Benedict the 16th, whatever. Okay. So then, you know, then sort of secular commentators start freaking out, you know, like, oh, he's... God's Rottweiler. Yeah. And he he's gonna just lay down, lay the, the head smack, theologian, lay the smack down on the church and and come down on all these moral issues and that's all that's his whole legacy and so anyway he sits down <laughs> and he writes his first encyclical and it's called Deus Caritas Est. Oh, let me guess, let me guess. Deus is God. Yes. Est is is. Yep. And Caritas is. Amore. Charity or love. Oh, okay. So he writes his whole first encyclical on love. And it is beautiful. Beautiful. And it's very readable. Um, printed, printed off the internet, 27 pages. Totally, totally readable. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was in seminary, and I gave, I gave a talk for the young adults in Tulsa. And so I just like read through it, and I was just enamored. Enamored. Um, he talks about God's love for us, and then a whole section on how that love should play out, like in society, how the church should outreach, um, yeah. and then and then also how we love each other within the church. Saint Paul's letter, and he and he quotes that a lot. Yeah, because the first part is the disputes amongst the church, and the second part is how to fix that yeah. dispute amongst the yeah. church. So I just love uh, if if you can get get your hands on it, I mean, you can print it from the internet, free of charge. Uh, it's just a glorious, glorious document. Deus Caritas Est um, by Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Um, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Um, and I want to read to you. Maybe you should give it to your spouse or significant other for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day shows up and says, "You know what? This is how much I love you. I printed this. I'm off giving for you. you. Yeah, I printed this. I off. printed it. I and uh, double sided. That's how much <laughs> I care about you. And maybe and the environment. Maybe uh, maybe get like something from the encyclical. You guys can get matching tattoos and then put a little line that says B16 underneath it. 
No? Instead well, of like Chaucer's poem about birds coming together amazing. to love each other. Okay. Read so he writes us. on charity. So uh, St. Augustine, if you see charity, you see the Trinity. Yo. How about that? If Hashtag you see charity, awesome. you see the Trinity. Pope Benedict, love of neighbor grounded in the love of God is first and foremost a responsibility for each individual member of the faithful. So love of neighbor is grounded in the love of God. Love of neighbor grounded in the love of God. And I come back to, I think we mentioned it once before, and that is uh, Dorothy Day's famous quote. Have you heard oh, this? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, she said that you only love God as much as you love the person you love the least. <laughs> you only love God as much as you love the person you love wow. the least. That's awesome. And so love of neighbor grounded in the love of God. That's how St. Valentine lived his life. That's how Cyril and Methodius lived his life. That's how Pope Dor- Benedict is still, Day. still living his life. Dorothy Day lived her life. And that's the love that husbands and wives are certainly called yeah. to have. We got some good us. examples. College students do that. All of us for, for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we are to magnify the love of God that has been given to us. We magnify that to the world. Amen. Retweet. Oh, I love it. So anyway, love is in the air. And the, uh, this re- show is over. Go back and read 1 Corinthians 13. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Cyril and Happy Cyril and, Cyril and, and Methodius. Methodius Day. Uh, and we thank you for listening. Come visit us here in Stillwater. Check out the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Amen. And may God bless you this week. Amen.